All right, and we are back with Something Gate, episode 23. 23, I'm feeling free, sometimes I gotta pee. Um, yeah, let, <clears throat> let's go. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode. Thanks for sticking with us for so long. I really hope you guys are enjoying the newest iteration of our podcast. The new uh, segments and everything seem to be pretty well received, so we're going to kind of keep on rolling along with it. This is Jared Sampson. I'm Steve Barta. And we are joined by... Jason Miller. Oh my god. Got ourselves a guest. So Jason, one thing that we do every time on Something Gate when we have a first... uh, guest is that we ask them their something ain't origin story so where did like what's the first time you met us we'll talk about the first time we met you or like can remember meeting you or whatever so who are you man where, where'd you meet us okay well jared's cousin we're about two months apart so we've known each other literally our whole lives that's right and i've listened to this show for a while and it's horrible isn't it i've been trying to figure out when I first met Steve, and I can't figure it out. I know. I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming it was at a Sigma Delta party that I probably shouldn't have been at, <laughs> and I was completely drunk. So that's why I don't remember meeting Steve. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Sir. It sounded like a legit story. So, so Steve, when did I meet you? Uh, it was at uh, Tobuin. So it's uh, ah. which is actually right around the corner. This will yes. air. Uh, this will air shortly after the uh, party happens. So it's a nice, uh, nice anniversary. Nice little segue. It's almost like we planned that. <clears throat> Vibrating in the middle of the goddamn episode. What the fuck? Put your goddamn thing on silent. Happens. So also take it out of your pants. <laughs> Wait, put it on vibrate. Put it back in your pants. Or what I would do. Well, you're sitting next to Jared. I don't care. So, uh, one thing I got to say, and as much as I hate to say it, congratulations to the uh, Chicago Cubs for uh, moving on to the National League Championship Series against either the uh, LA Dodgers or the New York Mets. Hopefully, for your sake, that it's the New York Mets because you don't want to face Clayton Kershaw at all. Yeah, and uh, with the with the New York Mets up uh, two to one right now, that's uh, looking likely. Absolutely. So, Steve. It's been about nine days since we recorded. It's been about nine days since I've seen your beautiful, beautiful face. What you been up to, man? Uh, well, I um, I had a guest appearance on the show of our uh, lovely, often co-host Claire Sampson. So that oh, that's be right. Shortly, uh, that was a good time. Oh, you know what I got to do? I still got to edit that. Damn it! This is Steve and Michael Barda reminding you to play along with the Something Gate drinking game. Anytime we reference the show Archer, specifically phrasing. Anytime Jared says he's going to edit something, or anytime I say, oh God, you got to drink along with us if you are in a responsible place to do so. And of proper age to do so. I'm not being held liable for your idiocracy. Also true. <laughs> uh, so I had uh, had my guest spot with uh, with Claire. That was awesome. 
And then uh, recently I just uh, saw Darius Rucker in concert, uh, and he put on a really amazing show. I was very surprised. Really? Who were the, uh, who were the openers? Um, the openers were uh, A Thousand Horses, who are seem to be the... Uh, it seems like it'd be very messy and loud. They are the spiritual successors of uh, Kid Rock and Big and Rich, so Ooh. that'll give you uh, some indication as to how they sound. Uh, I was noted as saying the lead singer was Kid Rock Jr., had the long hair, the hat, the trench coat, everything. So really, very, very kid rockish. Huh. Uh, and then David Nail opened for him as well. Uh, good old boy, Chicago boy, uh, came out in a socks hat later, so he got uh, good more props. Yeah, I got I like some it. super props for that. Uh, so that was good. And then it was great because uh, he played uh, four Hootie and the Blowfish songs uh, throughout the concert. And it was, oh, did he? It was great to see some of the younger kids there uh, kind of look around like, we don't know what the fuck this song is. <laughs> and, um, me and my musically inclined guests uh, who I was there with. Uh, oh, okay. Interjection. Favorite 90s song. Favorite 90s song. Fuck, I don't remember. Um, you're our fucking age. Of course, you remember the '90s. Jared, I drink a lot this week. Okay, he's June. I'm July. You're August. You're exactly our age. A lot of drinking this week, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of drinking this week. Um, were you editing? Perhaps. Ah, uh, God. I mean, the 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 song that defined my '90s was "Runaway Train." I knew you were going to say Asylum. that. Um, nice. I mean that that has to be. Has to be my defining song of the night. What about you, Jason? Um, I don't know. Something, something probably, something probably by Nirvana or Tupac. Either one of those. Oh yeah, because yeah, because I listened like, to a lot of Tupac right. in high school. In the nineties, you yeah. were very, right. very. You were you were thugging it. Oh, very much. Oh my god, this guy had a, he had a grand am. Woo! Yeah, had a grand am too. He had the speakers in there, a bump like a, a two twelve inch kicker comps and a black light lighting them up and no, a thousand I, watts. I spent my money on uh, cold air intakes and cat back exhaust. My car didn't go fast; it was just loud. <laughs> well, mine, mine didn't go fast either, but it sounded like it. <laughs> uh, I think I think if I had to pick a '90s song, um, just off the cuff, the first one I'd go with is uh, "Hey Jealousy." Yeah, just Jim Blossoms, and it's actually a really weird reason why but my uh my cousin kevin's a few years older than me and he ended up going off to the uh air force and one of the last things i remember before he like went off the air force and i didn't see him for you know a year two years three years at a shot as we were talking about that song like and so it's always been one that kind of stuck in my head and i really wasn't into it before we had that conversation so it's it's been you know so it's like a song that really brings back happy memories for me oh, i got you so I, I think, thought you might have been jealous that he went to the Air Force. No, no, not at all. Okay, well, I'm just saying. No, it's the smart thing to do with the least amount of PT. So it, you know, I mean, hey, it's, it's an intelligent decision. So that brings us. So you you said the guys went up there and were playing some '90s songs, some '90s Hootie songs, yep. right? Did did you let her cry? Uh, he did let her cry. He did time, and he did. Um, I can't think of it right now because you're putting me on the spot. It's okay, two more. Sorry, Adam and Rodney. I know you hate it when this kind of stuff happens. If you don't want it to happen, you can feel free uh, to edit my podcast. Only Want to Be With You was mm. the other one that he did. Uh, <laughs> the fourth one escapes me, but uh, he also, before the show, 
uh, gave away a house to uh, an army veteran who uh, was a recipient of a Purple Heart. So he did uh, Lee, Lee Greenwood, proud to be an American. Uh, that's pretty badass. He also did some Tim McGraw in the middle of the show. He said uh, he likes to break it up and sing just good songs. So he, that's played awesome. a, he played a little Tim McGraw, followed immediately by No Diggity. Nice! Did he do like a cover version or did he like just do No Diggity? No, he just did No Diggity. And the nice. place went nuts. It was amazing. That's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was great. Uh, it really was a great show. All right, we will be right back in a few minutes after we nom on these tacos. Amazing! Taco, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're back from a taco break, which is kind of like a taco buy. Speaking of taco buy, let's talk about our fantasy football winnings and losings. And not, not, we're not going to do phrasing on that one? Phrasing. Phrasing. Hi, folks. <laughs> we I, picked up another player. You did. And I have all kinds of things to talk about on my fantasy team. Like, I am really upset that I am have the number one points by 90 points, and the person in first – I'm in fourth place. The person in first place – not only has 90 points less than me, but also has points scored against them of 250 less than me. And they're in first place. So it's like, really, really? And my tackle buys, who happen to be someone that I'm very close to and love very, very much, but my tackle buy does not happen until weeks like 11 and then 14. Oh, right in time for the playoff push. Right so shut up. <laughs> I'm like, but I oh, love my oh, tackle oh. buy now. This is the only person I know that will bitch about their players while she's winning. <laughs> <laughs> True Jeez, story, folks. Not me. If you all could see Steve's face right now, he's giving me the fucking sheeny eye right now. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Anywhere's fine. It's called throwing shade. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Ah, apparently that's what I learned at work this week. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's hip. He's with it. <laughs> we can have uh, Baby Kinsley show you how to throw shade because that baby knows how to throw some. <laughs> so, what's your record right now, Claire? My record right now is I'm three and two. And where are you in the vineyard? I'm four. Excellent. Fourth place. Steve, I am two three and zero. Oh. Two three and zero. Oh. Where does that put you in the still? I am still in seventh place, I believe. Ah, not at the bottom. I am not. Somebody else is below him. As usual. Hi, oh yeah. Raising. I am sixth. Sixth, nice. Moving up that ladder. Having, having beaten both the fourth place player and the second place player. Nice. Oh, what's funny is it actually just changed. Apparently, my matchup changed. Now I'm actually now I get my taco by this week. Does that happen? Does it, do the does the? No, you just looked at the wrong thing earlier. Apparently, you were just wrong. It's hmm. okay. The the internet like the Yahoo doesn't magically change. That's okay. Guess what? I'm gonna win this week. Hooray! Until I tell her what to set her lineup as. Dude, don't you fucking dare. And actually, um, either um, two our our number one and our number two seed are gonna are playing each other this week. So hopefully, one of them will knock the other one out. Woo-woo. One of them will win, and one of them will lose. I Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. True. true That's story. just math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Jared, if you don't score more points than the other team, they're gonna beat you every time. <laughs> you know what's good about a three run lead. You know what's gonna happen this time. Four to beat you. Taco's gonna like get off the drugs. And gonna like wind up winning for some reason. <laughs> nope. Nope, not gonna happen. Nope. What about you, Jason? Where'd you end up? Uh, currently, with my win this week, I am two and three, tied with Steve. Oh, Ooh. who's on top of who? Uh, I don't know. Steve's looking at the. I was looking at the Facebook to get. Steve, a shout are you the bottom bitch or the top bitch this week? What the fuck you? That's why. Uh, oh no, I'm on top of all of you, so in it's fine. The standings. 
Haha, ha, I'm on top of Jason. Makes sense. You beat me earlier this year. Ah, yes, good point, good point. I have, um, I have a PF of 526 to your 517. That's what it is. I have a PA of 555 versus your 550. Ooh, pretty pretty close there. That could be that could be the I you only, guys could be playing each other for a playoff spot. I've later done. Uh, I've had three waivers. You've had two. I've only done five moves. You've done twelve. Shaking and jiving. <laughs> Shaking back. I would like to commend my my awesome waiver pickup of Antonio Gates this week. He really brought it home for you, didn't? Oh, he, he made it. That happen. was amazing. I was amazed that he was still there. Got to give a shout out to the Eli. Gooberman bringing it home Goober. for me because my freaking Jacksonville defense did jack shit. <laughs> Player, what was wrong with Steve picking Jacksonville for his defense? Everything. It's Jacksonville, and that he didn't pick who Jacksonville was playing. Uh, right, exactly. Although the one week that I did that, womp womp womp. But you know, yeah. it happens. Jacksonville's hands. Yeah. By the way, it was one of my favorite football names ever. Like Steve's, Steve's <laughs> team name is Foosball Jazz Hands. It's amazing. It is pretty amazing. And Steve, uh, since you got it up, where where am I? Freezing. <laughs> True. <laughs> where I'm at, where, where am I in the standings right now, Steve? Uh, standings. The Jared is in first place with 4 1 and 0. Oh. Uh, points for 627 points against 555. <sighs> Feels good to have the most points scored and the most points scored against me and still be in first place. Eight waivers and six moves on top in both categories. See, you don't have to make all the moves if you make the right moves. That's a coin by uh, Jared Sampson. Copyright. Pretty sure Vince Lombardi said it too. Most likely, it sounds that sounds like something that dude would say because he's like he had the most like like intelligent shit to say that you think like every old guy would ever say, (laughs) but he said it first. Yeah, can we have a moment of silence for uh, Yogi Berra? He will be missed. He will indeed. Cheers. He has some great. He yes, he did. Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra had some of the best fucking one-liners ever. Maybe I'll. Uh, may, you know, what I could maybe do is I'll. Uh, I'll pull it up on the YouTube, and uh, I'll clip in some of his. Uh, some of his <laughs> things right here. That'd be fun. So um, those were amazing. <clears throat> That's gonna. You know what? I know it's gonna kind of be a condensed episode tonight for you, Steve. And. So I think we get right along into it, don't you think? Well, I mean, how was how was your guys' week? I know you guys had the big wedding over the weekend, and we did. When did you become like a fucking preacher? I married bitches in Indiana. <laughs> I have the power to make you marry people in Indiana. No, no in anywhere. every state. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, like when did this happen? I like. You ever seen that? You ever seen that rage face where it's like the guy standing back and he goes, "Now kiss," like that? That's me. I have to go like, "Ha ha, you're married." Still ignoring the question. Oh, when did I do that? Uh, that was about a month and a half ago or so. Is this like an online course? Was this part of your schooling at Lewis? Well, what you got to understand, I uh, prompted this. I come from a very devout background. Okay. You know, Catholic college and everything. And then I went to the Google machine and typed in, how do I become a registered minister? And then they gave me a website. And then all I did was type my name in. Boom. Done. So... There was no lightning strike, no 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 hot water, nothing. Well, it's not required, but I did all that myself. I was like, absolutely. Okay. I didn't trip and fall on my face. She did, which was amazing. Huge, huge plus. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, high heels plus outdoor pavers. Equals Claire death trap. Like, <laughs> on, uneven when, ground and heels. Claire's going down. It's just like all the crazy. stairs. When I think when I think of ministry, 
I just, I'm sorry, dude. You're one of the last people that comes to mind. Oh, I, I, I in no intention ever expected to sound like I'm a spiritual minister. However, I have the the ability, and through the law, I have all the rights to be able to marry people. I see. I'm not trying to be a spiritual advisor. I don't believe that I have any excessive spiritual knowledge about anything. I don't try to claim that I do. Not at all. If a same-sex couple wanted you to marry them, would you do it? Absolutely. All right. But if you look at the same thing, on the other side of things, you have judges that can marry people, and they are not spiritual spiritual advisors, so I don't believe that you have to be a spiritual advisor to be able to have to marry people. I mean, there are other things that you need those people for, like counseling, things like that, stuff people talk to. People give some advice when it comes to the life's real big dilemmas and questions. The thing of, of marrying people when it can be done by a public official and when a person like Kim Davis has the right to deny your license is what it is there. So... But yeah, it was fun. It was a good time, and it was a couple late, not late morning, early morning early trips morning to trips Denny's. To Denny's. Um, we had the best cake I've ever had at a wedding. That cake was pretty Hands awesome. Hands fucking down. It was spectacular. It was delicious. Um, the Denny's, though it smelled weird, actually tasted pretty good. And the, uh, waitress, <laughs> and the waitress wanted to murder me. Uh, Jared wanted to mur- murder the waitress. There's a show. Okay, like, he was expecting some sort of, like, service level at Denny's. Problem one. Listen, it is three in the morning at a just outside of Gary, Indiana, Denny's. I expect. Jab your flat vest. Right. The best part about um, the next morning after we went to Denny's the first night was... I go and pick up the summer, and we're going to run to Walgreens because I forgot bobby pins. I did hair, and I forgot bobby pins because I'm special. And we're going to get Starbucks, and we're driving, and we're along the train tracks is the waitress chugging along, <laughs> which was funny um, to us, at least. So you drove, So correct me if I'm wrong, the right. Walgreens, if I remember what you were talking about, the Walgreens is the one that we thought we were going to get shot driving by. Yeah. During Gary, you very well And she was walking Right. There. That Walking woman has there. no fear. She has no and fear. And she also owns no bra. She also owns no bra. <laughs> she definitely was shapes. Um, with a hairnet, which was a sexy, sexy look. So how much sure. meth did our waiter do have the night before he... <laughs> and then the next, oh the next night, God. we had the, the meth head waiter. We, he was... How the fuck do you say, I'm sorry, I'm out of pancake mix? They were out of waffle mix. Waffle mix, I'm sorry, waffle, waffle, waffle mix. mix. But then they were out Is of sausage the, the second night. And then they were out of sausage the second night. It's like, bitch, it's 24 hours. How the fuck are you out of anything? Right? Well, I mean, maybe their delivery drivers are scared. Maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. No. It was it was a pretty good time. It was one of those venues where, like, you're driving to it. Like, they should have put a disclaimer on the, on the invitation that was like, we promise the location itself is nice. Just don't watch where you're going while and driving And don't there. stop driving. <laughs> Just keep going. And then what's worse is, is the Google machine or your Maps app does not actually take you to the venue. Oh, no. No, no, no. It drops that you. Was, no, no, no. That was Mel's fault. She put oh. the wrong address on the thing. <laughs> Self-admittedly put the wrong address oh. on the thing. <laughs> okay, so the wrong address drops She put you. it on for one grand, not one north grand. Oh, so it drops... Well, here's the thing, though. I use Marquette Pavilion itself. I didn't uh-huh. use her address. Oh, that's fine, then, yeah. Okay, drops you, like, two blocks outside of the start to it. 
because it's like a state park kind of thing. So like you're, it's like you've arrived and you're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> keep on going, man. Keep on going. And Lock you, the doors. And then you keep on going, and suddenly it's like the gates of heaven open, and then you're in this absolutely beautiful outdoor yeah, arena. From all the pictures I've seen, it looked like an absolutely gorgeous. It was place. And like you beautiful. could like walk through the trails to Lake, like they did because they wanted to be on Lake Michigan, so you could like walk through the trails and go to Lake Michigan. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was actually kind of nifty. Like cause at that night, Matt and I. Walked through the trails and like went out to like Michigan, kind of like saw the steel mills outside. You could see you could see Chicago at night. Oh, that's cool! Like you see the skyline and everything. I mean, it's you know far off, but it's mm-hmm. like okay, steel mills, dark, 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 dark Chicago. You know, it's yeah. kind of it was kind of nifty. Kind of like that uh, that picture I took from Michigan City of that sunset with the yes, yeah. you can yes. actually see the silhouette of the yeah. city. You could see Chicago from there. You could yep, see it during the day, cool. actually. Um, one of the the night before, I think, actually, that we could see it the day before. <laughs> But were, you, were you at the guitar guitar weekend when the waitress was like, you know, you get such pretty sunsets when you're in Michigan looking to the west side. Like, it was a bartender. Yeah, it was a bartender. So, so dumbest a, person I've ever met. So think about the way that the, the, the sun travels during the day. She goes, you know, you get such beautiful sunsets over the lake when you're in Michigan. Why don't we get sunsets like that when you're in Chicago? Because never mind. <laughs> yeah, like dead straight face. Here's your sign. Yeah, you you have to admit the sunset. I don't know if you saw the sunset, um, the night of the wedding, but it, oh, was, no, it was gorgeous. It was yeah. spectacular. Like purple and yeah, purple and pink and all kinds yeah. of colors. The location was great. Not a big wedding, only like eighty something yeah, people. Low amount of people. Um, yeah. but you know it was fun and that was good and no craziness too much. We might or may not have had someone. Um, Moving on. Uh, lose their cookies, but you know, that's it happens. It happens, so. Um, but that's the way it goes. It was a good night. Everyone had fun. Everyone got home safe. So, that was a. Awesome. It was a good weekend. Oh, to a long and happy couple. To a long and happy Yay. couple. It was very cute. Yay. Yay. Uh, the best part was we have some good friends of ours that, uh, the one, I would suggest this as a location. Uh, for people, the one bad thing is, is they stop selling liquor in Indiana at midnight on Bastards. Saturday night. So we uh, were out of beer when we got back to the hotel, but a lovely dear friend of ours was going back across the state line and back and was so sweet and and brought us back beer. <laughs> so that was that worked out well. It was a fun mm-hmm. time. So, you know, it's been a hiatus between the both of us, but I think it seems like we both had a little bit of fun, which is always good. And, Jeremy, I mean, you're Steve. Ever since the last recording... Sure? Are you sure? Yes. I mean... I didn't puke. Hooray! He didn't. He didn't puke. He didn't get into any trouble. He made it back safe and sound. I was a... Well, he was the minister. Can't puke <laughs> if you're the minister. I was the officiant. Whatever you were. So was this a request? Did these people ask you to marry mm-hmm. me? No, I was like, fuck that. I'm yeah, doing it. showed up. <laughs> nice. Yes, they did. He just punched the other minister in the face. Be like, I got this. <laughs> you know, they were looking into Justice of the Pieces, which are insanely expensive, and mm-hmm. they tried getting a couple pastors in the area and couldn't find anyone to commit. So Yeah, they're, so they're, they're not. Shoes. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, they, weren't, they aren't super religious, and... Um, again, like the, the pastors, you know, unless you're generally a person of the, of the congregation or a friend of somebody in the congregation or some, like somehow connected, especially out-of-state wedding in that county type. It's like, they're going to be like, uh, no, I'm, I'm good. I got, you know, 
So I just I decided to do it. I was asked and asked and answered. But now I got a parking pass. I got a press pass. <laughs> I got a certificate. It's awesome. I'll show you. It's amazing. I put I, and when I did it, I put it up to. I had my parking pass up, and I said I was on official monastery business. That's awesome. <laughs> Very nice. Yep. Okay, so during our taco break, I posted up on the old uh, Facebook. Uh, if anybody wants to give us some, tacos. oh my God, Adam Flores is on TV. Um, I don't think that's Adam Flores. Oh, he's the wrong color. Oh damn it! Also, it's not brown me. No, he also doesn't play for. The, that's not Flores. That's Flores for the nine for the nine Mets. Yeah, the new New York Mets. Mm, still, don't think that's him. Nope, definitely not him. Nope. Okay, so we got some rapid fire topics. Uh, okay, good, quick top, quick our, hits. Our good friend Kenny asks: Sports casting and interview players after a game, stupid or pointless? Debate. Um, Aren't stupid and pointless some of the same thing? Yeah, that's Kenny for you. Uh, <laughs> if you want to talk about stupid and pointless, look forward to our upcoming segment on Deadpool. <laughs> I am going to say completely fucking pointless because it, it's almost as bad as the coach interviews because they say the same shit. You know what we got to do is got to yeah. do a little bit better defense, score a few more points, and yeah, moving got, on. You guys were sportsing pretty hard out there. Yep. Yeah, the Way to do sports. Too. Yep. <laughs> you know, if we'd have scored more points, we'd have won. Yeah, that's right. If you score more points than the other team, you'll beat them every time. That's right, Hawk. <clears throat> Patrick Wilder states something unintelligible because <laughs> he can't type. So, moving on. Nick Prohl wants to know, roundtable, first celebrity crush. One, two, three, go. Jason. Uh, we'll go with... Boy, I don't... Uh, Jessica Boy George. Biel. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jessica Biel? Yeah, that's fairly recent, but you know me and pulling celebrities. It's not a good thing. Right. right. I understand. Jared, Claire, and I already answered this question. Moving on. Worst episodes of great shows. Mm. Oh, God. Worst episodes of great shows. Um, the last episode of How I Met Your Mother. Yep, I agree. That's actually one that that's actually my least favorite episode I, of that uh, series. I will, I will say that's pretty good too. Because uh, I, it's uh, only because you figured it out in the third season. Boom! <laughs> I I have factual, dated proof that I called that ending. That actually wasn't third year. It was the season before. Uh, I I thought it was earlier than no, that. No, you was, did call it. Exactly I, what happened. I thought it was a good episode. Unfortunately, I knew how it was going to end. Because I made <laughs> because all of kinds my, of logical sense. Of Jared ruining it. For once, I had a moment of clarity, <laughs> and I made complete logical sense. A yeah, moment of clarity. <laughs> I get it. All right. Nick Prohl asks, did I forget my keys? Uh, probably because you run, and running is stupid. Hashtag running is stupid. Uh, Mary Trost from uh, guest starring on uh, the Vag Dialogues a couple episodes ago. Star Wars based coffee creams. How does that make you feel? If okay, what flavors would you give your favorite characters? I drink a lot of coffee and have Darth Vader and Chewbacca in my fridge. We should let them out. They're stars. (laughs) (laughs) So that's some bullshit. Um, I don't drink coffee and I don't like combining Star Wars with stupid things. So I am not okay with this. I'm okay with it. I would drink Chewbacca Chino. <laughs> um, I don't understand why we have to give coffee creamers. Like, who who collects this stuff? Like, you know, like it's not people collect stuff. Disney markets <gasps> everything. Yeah, but there's there's people out there 
that are Star Wars fans that are collecting coffee. Oh my gosh, I gotta put it on the shelf. Right? Like, you know, I will admit that in high school I may or may not have collected the Star Wars Dr. Pepper cans. Oh, 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 quick interjection. Now we're going rapid fire. Time for my interjection. What's the dumbest shit you've ever collected? Cans. Star Wars cans. Um, I used to collect, uh, every year when we would go to uh, Comiskey Park, I would collect the little pins they sell in the gift shop. Okay. I mentioned them earlier, the Marvel trading cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I had the whole set. I have a whole binder of those, too. I also collected spoons. I have porcelain dolls, and people bought me cat shit. So, not like cat shit, but cat stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, that's pretty easy to come by. So, I really do like, like, a couple things I've collected. Like, I really do like my Marilyn Monroe stuff, because I think it works out well for garage-type stuff as an adult. I like it. But one of the things that I collected when I was a kid that my, my mom bought my compliance with was I always had like remember like in the early late eighties early nineties there were like those bicycle hats that had like the very short brims on the front. Mm-hmm. I always had a hat. It was like kind of a plain hat, but it was like yellow and black. And I collected nineteen eighty nine Batman pins, and then Super Mario Brothers pins <laughs> for a different hat. Nice. And I found the Super Mario Brothers pins one time on top of the fridge and went through them and looked at the ones that she had for me, and she didn't give them to me. Aww. She caught me doing it. She's like. I know what you did, and I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, can't have them now. Can't have them. Gone. I was like, no. That's she like, was like those pins. No, I was, looking, I was looking for a Playboy, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pretty substantial stash of basketball cards, too. Oh, that was I'm which sorry. is I also, thought that was going to go a completely no, different No, which way. is also. <laughs> <laughs> I have one Playboy. It is the uh, reprint of the Marilyn Monroe Did you see on the Playboy announced today they are no, no longer, longer going to do new photos? What do you think about that? Quick hit. I think, um, I honestly think it's probably the way to go. I mean, with the internet and so much other competition out there, if you want to differentiate yourself and evolve, hey, more power to you. And you're already missing a the 14 to 18 year old, I mean 14 to 17 year old age range that you could really get. And then also the guys that don't want to have a Playboy that like I mean they lost so much market share to Maxim absolutely and and Cause FHM because you can and FHM and shit yeah. right it, it's like that whole R, R versus PG thirteen thing yeah what do you think I think it makes sense it's smart marketing I mean yeah. you have the name that you can build on and then if you want to see other stuff you have the what the, the internet the internet is really really great for porn I'm putting <laughs> that in there as well nice and then last but not least Adam Flores asks. Who's better, Rodney or Adam? To, to which Nick Pro replied, David Merkel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I vote Brown me. I vote me. I don't know who those people are. <laughs> and Claire's not engaged anymore. No, She's playing I'm Candy Crush. I'm not playing Candy Crush. I'm looking at Facebook. Um, who's better, Rod- Rodney or um, Adam? They both have their... Their strengths. Rodney showed up to two events. Rodney Wait. did show up to two events. Adam says he's coming to KOTU. Adam says he's coming to KOTU. I can say I'm going to Is he going to play at KOTU? Because that would be go amazing. I don't know how he's going to because he's works. I'm going to talk about work, but he's usually off <laughs> Sunday and Monday, so I don't know how it's going to work for him. He's off Sunday and Monday. It's on Saturday. Yeah, he works Saturday. Saturday night or day? or. We're going to talk about work. But he works Saturday. Yeah, and I believe, according to his last episode, his schedule is up in the air, so I don't know if that's Oh, I see. That's right. This time. <clears throat> By the way, uh, Adam Flores, i got to give you a, a shout-out to your uh, promotion. Good job. Nice work. Uh, is that the uh, the Rainbows? <laughs> no, no, his promotion. 
Like is like promotion, promotion. Oh. Like he got a promotion. I got a promotion. Oh. Nobody oh. cares about you. Oh, that's right. You're a white chick. Fair enough. Moving on. No. Yeah, Congratulations, Claire. Discuss that on your show. Jason, that was mean. I, I would say something like that. Yes, you would. I was like, I was surprised you didn't say it yet. <laughs> Congratulations, right, so Claire. Seriously. Thank you, everybody, for the Facebook feedback. And then, uh, Jared, just to touch on uh, your calling it. Couple episodes ago, we talked about. Uh, oh yes, wait a segue. All old toy lines that we feel were deserving of movies. I want to say I called it before. Fucking Dino Riders. Dino Riders you. is happening. Thank God. High big budget movie too. I think they said right. Um, they actually said they don't even have a screenwriter yet. So oh, you know, but how can you not go big budget on that? You're combining Jurassic Park and, and Transformers. How are you gonna? Not go big budget. I mean, come on. If you're going to be riding dinosaurs around with fucking robotic... But like, I mean, that's like Iron Man and dinosaurs. <laughs> it's got to be the biggest budget of all. <laughs> How much budget do you get? All the budget. All the budget. <laughs> Just make it. Here, here's $10 for a screenwriter. The rest is for your effects. <laughs> here's all of the money in Hollywood. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> it just reminds me of... Uh, the uh, robot chicken where they're talking to the guys who made Godzilla. <laughs> oh, like, we want you to make it again. Yeah. Like, we gave you $80 million and you gave us crap. Here's another $80 million. Fix it. <laughs> you gave us crap again. <laughs> like yes. Velociraptors on skates. <laughs> I want to oh. see Reptar on ice for reals. Oh, my God. Did you watch Rugrats when you were a kid? Hell, yeah, I did. I did not. So oh, I watched it. Nope. I kind of did. Not so I much. watched all of it. Really? Oh yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, not saying it wasn't. I j- it just didn't didn't hit my wheelhouse. <laughs> Rugrats is probably one of the better shows. Speaking of the Rugrats, have you guys discussed yet how this is going to be the quick hits? I'm telling you right now, it's going to be the quick hits episode. Yeah. I'm, I've got like six things in my yeah. head that I want to ask. Nickelodeon is having a '90s devoted television. I know. Station. Saw that. Yeah. Did you discuss awesome. it? No. no. How excited are you on a scale of one to ten? Zero. I don't have Nickelodeon. Um, I'd say I'm like a eight, because I because I want the non creepy Ren and Stimpy back. Yeah, <laughs> I can get that. Well, okay, so not the non creepy because Ren and Stimpy's always creepy. Like I want the, I want the not not newly released really creepy Ren and Stimpy. I want the Ren and Stimpy from my nineties, which going back as an adult and watching it. I kind of understand why my parents questioned oh, why I had these conversations <laughs> with my dad sitting there as he sat there and watched it with me. And later on in life, we had the conversations of him going, I shouldn't have let you watch that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Nice. It was. It was pretty terrible. So, terrible. okay. Captain Planet or He-Man? Captain Planet. He's a hero. I didn't ask you to sing the song. take pollution down to... You said Captain Planet. I don't have to justify the fact that the song is amazing. And I'm Good actually... I'm planes like, asunder. Bad guys who like to loot and plunder. I'm a little too but... young, honestly, for He-Man. I, He-Man and She-Ra stopped playing when I was little. Okay. You're talk, I'm talking like five. Okay. I don't remember He-Man and She-Ra much past that. Um, but Captain Planet was during my formative years. Gotcha. So. Steve? He-Man. Uh, I had all of the He-Man toys, but watched more Captain Planet. I gotta say the same so thing. I would say that, I don't know if Captain Planet really had any toys. They to did, but they my, had some, but not like He-Man did. It's true, they were made out of recycled other toys. <laughs> that would be very green of them. Wouldn't it? I'd have to uh, go He-Man. Yeah? Yeah. Cartoon-wise, I, I gotta go Captain Planet. I just, I, I watched a lot of Captain Planet. Oh, my God. So, what else we got, Steve? 
Oh, I just think it's time for Adulting 101. Time for Adulting 101. Steve, what is Adulting 101? Adulting 101 is where we get together with our infinite wisdom, one through hard years of experience, and tell you how to act like a grown-ass person. That's right. So what's the topic this week, Steve? Uh, we are talking about a timely topic for the fall, pumpkin spice everything. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. We're talking about cocktails. We're talking about pumpkin spice everything. We went cocktails. We chose cocktails. We had this conversation. I know you guys want cock, but we were talking about pumpkin spice latte. Pumpkin spice latte it is. No. All right, fine. No, I'm saying, no, my, my position, <laughs> no. no pumpkin can. pie, pumpkin cake, yes. Pumpkin. Spice latte? Uh-uh. Pumpkin carving? Ooh, good pumpkin. time. Pumpkin throwing? Pumpkin catapults? Pumpkin chunking? Yeah. We ain't no basic bitches around here. Mm-mm. <laughs> no PSL for these BBs. Mm-mm. No way. Well, I guess that's pretty much all you have to say about pumpkin spice anything. Exactly. Let's just rack up that next Adulting 101. Yeah, Steve, what is Adulting 101? Adulting 101 is a segment where we tell you how to act like a grown-ass person. That's right. What's the topic for this week, Steve? All right, so we're going to go with cocktails that you cannot order at the end. absolutely correct. Because we are drinking some wonderful scotch brought to us by our wonderful guest. Jason, what did you bring us? I brought uh, the Balvini Caribbean Cask Aged 14 Years. This would be a scotch aged in rum casks. That's yes. A $70 it, bottle of scotch and a 12-pack of tacos. High class holes. You know what you can't ever drink as a, as a male and still keep your man card? I, we, that's what we're discussing. Tell us. Pink UV vodka. Fact. <laughs> at the wedding, the best man had a flask. He's like, hey, you want to drink out of the flask? And I, I reach for it and he goes, whoa, hold on. You, uh, he's a little drunk at the time. And it was the night before. <laughs> and I reached for him, like, yeah, I want to drink what he got in there. And he, hand, he, he, he like, hands it to me, and then, like, does that creepy, like, not creepy, but, like, that weird, like, embarrassed, like, pullback, not like, like oh, oh shit. should have been embarrassed. Yeah, not like, not like, oh, this is really expensive, you may not want to drink this because I don't want you to. This is like, like, oh, God, shit, yeah, don't drink that. drink that. Yeah. I was like, so what's in there? Like, like whiskey or something or fireball? Like, like what? I mean, he's like, oh, it's kind of girly. I'm like, so what, rum chata? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, no, that's gone. <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, so what's in it? And he goes, go look in the bathtub. At the time, we were partying in the hotel room. So they, they kind of pulled like a college thing, like where we just loaded up the bathtub with ice and dropped oh, the drinks in it. That's okay, okay you when you're the, in college. You use the bathtub as, as a cooler. I thought you just poured it Oh, up. God, no. We didn't We didn't jungle juice the bathtub. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I was <laughs> like, damn, in a hotel, that's risky. <laughs> That's like Hep C City right oh, there, God, man. That's, that's hepatitis A through Q. <laughs> <laughs> well, I walked in there, and there is a half-gone, or half-full, bottle of UV pink lemonade. <laughs> ah, ah, I'm like, I walked out there. Oh, that's funny. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, really? <laughs> said, yeah. And then I was like, gimme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't order it. I mean, it was given to you. Right. So. But that is a, I mean, one, that never should ever be in a flask. That's a violation. Ever. No, you just, you get the top off of that and just hand the bottle around. Correct. Right, yeah. I mean, if you're going to, I mean, if you're going to be. flask, you're trying to savor it and right. have a little bit at a time. It's a nip. It's a nip at a time. We're talking UV uh, pink like, lemonade. Oop, oop. You yank the tap, 
Yank the top off, throw it away. Uh-huh. Go yeah. to town. Just like a bait. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, what is the most, like, chick thing you've seen a dude order at a bar that you think is just like, dude, why would you do that? Not, not even a chick thing, but, like, just, like, not masking. By, by not masking, I don't mean, like, oh, it's a chick drink, so a chick is a bad thing. I'm saying, like, why? Right. Like, you're a guy. Oh, what, no, are, I, what are you I, doing? I, to- I totally get what you're saying. So, um, at, my new, uh, at my new digs at work, across the street, there's a Hooters. Uh, easy enough to walk to, easy enough to drive through, enough that I can get there and back on my lunch break. Oh, nice! No problem. At all. Oh, that's good. So really that's pretty cool. convenient. Yeah. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting one off the corner of the bar, typical, you know, square bar. I'm sitting one off the corner. And there's a dude sitting on the other corner. So I'm eating, I'm enjoying my thing, and this guy is like half talking to himself, kind of talking to the bartender who's like not talking to him at all, telling. Um, her about his girlfriend wanting to bash the windows out of his truck because she thinks he hooked up with some girl that he didn't tell her he hooked up with. Didn't deny hooking up with her, but said, I didn't tell her about it. So this guy is being like absolute total toolbox, which has got to be the reason most girls like hate being waitresses is guys like this. Like I couldn't understand it, but what's the order to go with his wings? A fuzzy navel. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? I am, like, I'm sitting there eating my sandwich. I almost choked. It's like, because it was like, <clears throat> like, what the fuck just happened? And, like, keep in mind, this is like 1.30 in the afternoon. Oh, my I'm God. my lunch break. And this guy orders a fuzzy navel from the bartender at Hooters that he's, like, trying to hit on by talking about his quote-unquote bitch girlfriend who apparently had every right to fucking hate this dude. <laughs> yeah, he's not allowed to have his man card back ever. Um, ever. I don't think he was ever issued one, to be honest, because no. I don't see how he could pass the re-up exam. But um, that's just the one that sticks out in my head because it's the most recent, and that's how you get it. That, that's that's kind of crazy. Like, what Did you hear what sauce he ordered? Uh, what sauce he ordered? No, he had his food before I got there. Okay, probably ordered no sauce. Even the mild, <laughs> it's just spicy. Too hot. It's too hot. I, like uh, really, a fuzzy navel. Oh That's God, like, dude. I mean, if you're being like that, okay. Because honestly, like you listen to a guy talking about like douchey shit like that, you expect like I'll take BBR, <laughs> you know, like not take fuzzy navel. Well, that was the that was the war vet at the other end of the bar oh drinking PBR. Now, now don't get me wrong. There is a time and a place for pinky up drinks, and that's kind of what I'm saying. Here's like, like up, no. a pinky up drink is not a man drink, like a masculine drink, right? You don't order them at bars. You don't no. do it. You don't buy them either. So, uh, Steve, have you? If I'm sitting on a beach and it's hot. I will accept a nah, not a daiquiri. Oh hell yeah, know. a little strawberry daiquiri in Mexico. Fuck yeah, I'd drink that shit. I probably would too. But as okay. pinky up as I'm going is right. I don't know. I wanted no thoughts on my margarita. <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> Good whiskey. So, do you have, so, that's one that you've seen somebody order. Do you have, what is it, what is the, like, non, most non-masculine drink you've, you've ever ordered at a bar? For myself or for yeah. the company that I've No, 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 for you. Like, 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 did you ever have a lapse in... Not really, because... Being an adult I, male? I became, you know, I wasn't really exposed to liquor and drinking, really, until I started... Right, yeah, that's true, that's true. So, like, and you, know, you walked right into whiskey, so. Well, yeah, I mean, like, my parents are were never opposed to it or everything. You know, they would be like, you want, you know, some wine at New Year's or whatever. Sure. They were never like, you can never, ever drink. 
So, like, it was never a huge deal to me. So by the time that I was exposed to alcohol and by the time I could go out and buy it, I had my own stuff that right. I didn't. Yeah, I you, didn't, you, really, I didn't you really did have a repertoire, didn't yeah, you? I didn't point. have a taste for beer until I was about 23. Right. So it was always whiskey, vodka, whatever. So that would be about it. You know, maybe when I started, I would order Long Islands. Okay. So well, that's, that's, that's a good-ass drink, though. I, I didn't get my beer palate until 30. No, but you've been <laughs> developing it very well. I'm doing good. I want to come back to you with a, with a separate question okay. in this, but I, I want to come back to you on this, but I want to let Jason go next. Jason, okay. so what is the most non-masculine you've drink, drink you've ordered at a bar? Um, I don't know if I've ever ordered at a bar. Claire could help me out on this because I don't remember the name of the drink. What were the drinks that we Bush should Bushwhackers. Drink? No, they weren't those. We drank them at barn party. It was the... Oh, we were drinking Malibu and pineapples. <laughs> Shout out to my oh, sister. Oh, Amaretto Stone Sours. There you go. Bastardized Amaretto Stone Sours. I've had a. Oh. I've gotten tanked on those a couple times. Claire made, Claire made those for us at our total party. Yeah. <laughs> I've been tanked on those a couple years times. I can't years. say I've ever... This recording is over. <laughs> years years. We have no room to talk about adulting at all. No, this is this is before we were adults. So. <laughs> yes. I yes. I will say I was a, a younger person, a very young adult at the time of drinking these. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with that. That okay. would have to be the girliest thing. Have I've you ever ordered had. it at a bar? I'm going to go with no. For yourself. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> Probably no. the girliest thing I've ever ordered is a rum and coke. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Bacardi and Diet? Um, Probably Captain and Diet. Okay. Won't, won't go to the white rum. Nope. nope. I'm not a white rum fan. Nope. I'm the oh, it's so gross. I'm not a white rum fan um, either, which is why I couldn't drink the whatever you brought me. It was very sweet of you to bring I me. Tried. I tried. You tried. They didn't have it. It was all like they liquor. sour mix. I tried to bring her an Amaretto Stone Sour. They had no sour they mix. Had no I'm Amaretto. like, well, here's some pineapple juice. I mean, here's some orange juice and rum. <laughs> yeah. Have at it. So I drank beer. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not a and it no, was delicious. No, it's not. I mean, that's just a that, like that's just a bastardized then, screwdriver. When you have nothing else, like when you have no vodka, it's like, yeah. okay, I'll drink rum. And the Bailey's. That's I haven't had I a screwdriver since college. Oh God, screwdrivers are. Oh, that since, was a bad night for since you. Orange vodka and since you almost died. Juice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, that's a story for another night. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, make sure you don't put that in the fridge. The uh, the. Girliest, not girliest, the, the least masculine thing I've ever ordered at a bar that I've done on more than one occasion is uh, <laughs> kind of a shout out to my uh, scrubs namesake. I used to order apple teenies at the bar. Oh, how cute. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yep, yep, I used to drink apple martinis back like right after I turned 21 at the martini bar. Because I didn't know what good booze was. Or I did, but I didn't want to. At least you were young. Yeah. I wasn't an adult yet. <laughs> You're not an adult until 28. Sounds about right. Sounds That's about right. Still kind of so, Claire? Yeah. Uh, aside from whiskey, yep. what's your most masculine drink you order at the bar? Uh, beer? Fair, fair enough. Any style of beer? Come on, you're a bit um, more actually, logical than that. It's not well, like you're showing up drinking Coors Light and calling it masculine. No. Um, actually, you know what? I, I I drink kind of some girly beer sometimes in that I do like me some, uh, you know, shandies. I'm a big orange shandy fan specifically. Love me some orange shandy. However, at that same point, I tend to go towards, I don't like other girly beers, like, I don't want an apple beer anymore. 
I started off with Red's Apple Ale, which was like, I call it my, like, my starter drug. It was your gateway. That was your gateway drug. Because as opposed to hard ciders, which tastes like Jolly Ranchers puked in a bottle... Um, She's such a dude sometimes. I love it. The Red's Apple Ale. The Red's Apple Ale is um, a little less sweet and a little less like Jolly Rancher. It's a little more mellow. Um, I will not drink Belgians. I don't really like them. They're too sweet. Um, At the same token, I'm not a super IPA fan um, either. Too much hops. It's too much hops. So I'm, I tend no to be thing. along, what would you say, like the lager line or the, or the you, Pilsner line? You, no, no. You, you, you tend to like the Pilsners, but you're yeah. a, actually you're a lager and a um, uh, stout. I don't drink any you tend to, Yes, you do. You tend to go for the maltier, non, it's like a brown. They're like a brown. I like or... a brown nut ale would probably. Yeah. I could probably do that. But like, I'm not going. Like, I don't like it. I, the things that are super malt. I want to. No, I don't no, no. Like... You don't like the porters. You're a. Like, you're, you're a stout. stout. You yeah. like the stouts. Sure. Fair enough. But I, I I'm it's probably you're gonna. Dirty Mick. I, I probably am gonna buy, get a lager more than anything. Like, yeah, I, like, I love me some Oktoberfest. Yeah. For sure, and um, Spotted Cow. Yep. But and by the way, the uh, the Line of Kugel's Indian Pale Lager is fucking delicious. I haven't tried that yet, so. She was talking about the line and cools. I remember being uh, pleasantly shocked by the ginger shandy. Right? That should yeah. not be as... You know, that's a beer that I think you almost feel ashamed to drink as a dude, but it's so good you can't. That could ginger. be the that could be the least masculine beer, beer. I've ever drank. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a and I'll, dr- I'll drink it in front of anybody. I drink, I ordered a ginger beer at a beer at a bar the other That's day. okay. Ginger beer's okay. And oh. it was good. Have you had a Moscow oh. Mule yet? No. Oh. No, I, I had know. the best Moscow. You know how many we people were... I've tried to convince to drink uh, gin bucks? That's one of my favorite mixed drinks. I love gin bucks. That's why I started drinking at the uh, wedding. What's a, what's oh. a gin buck? Ginger, Ginger ale, ale and gin. 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 Um, you hate gin. gin. I, I'm not a gin fan, but you know my palate changed. wasn't either until I got drunk. I'm super it. excited. <laughs> um, we ordered some copper cups when I was drunk. Um, for some Moscow mules because we had the best Moscow mule or on my level of Moscow mule the best that I would drink is at was at um, Bar Louie uh, Bar Louie has a orange Moscow mule Yep. and it was knock your socks up delicious because I'm not a huge huge vodka fan not the biggest vodka fan ever like it tends to give me heartburn and I don't like the flavor of it but this was like Oh my goodness! And I bet you could use the the ginger shandy for the ginger no, beer. No, you can't. No, no, you no, don't think too so. Much lime. No, you have to get a ginger beer. It's supposed. It had lime in it, though. I know, but you 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 need the right. You don't. I mean, the ginger shandy has the ginger. Yeah. I mean, it has the the lime, fake lime flavor in it. Is this beer for me? Yes, I brought it for you. Oh, look at you. I love you. I was like, there's an ice cold beer in front of me, and I'm not sure how long it's been there. All right, so I mean, I think adulting 101 kind of comes down to you. drink, honestly, whatever you yes. want to drink, but at the same time, don't be surprised when you get ridiculed for drinking a non masculine or non feminine drink because you know what? You're an adult, and you should be able to handle it. But own your drink. Be proud of it. Yeah. If you like yes. it, drink it and be proud. If you're don't drinking a pinky up drink, you put that pinky up and just fucking pinky air. up and own it. Yup. Ain't nothing wrong with drinking the drink you like. However, don't be pissed off when you get ridiculed for it. Yeah, I was going to say. Right? <laughs> do what you got to do, but <laughs> So the folks at home, everyone, raise your pink UV vodka in honor of... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't put it in a flask. Stop that. Yeah. You know what belongs in... Steve, what belongs in a flask? Whiskey. Thank you. Jason, what belongs in a flask? Whiskey. Claire? Whiskey. Okay. What kind of whiskey? 
good, good whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> I think we can move right on from in, this topic. Indeed. Then. Yes. I, 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 might, I might accept a follow-up as good, like, strong-ass fucking moonshine. If you're going to be out in the sticks. That something should... to keep you warm, because you're just going to nip it. A flask is not something to drink out of. It's something to take nips out of. Exactly. Moonshine blind belongs in a mason jar. Yeah, that is that is really the only vessel for moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's cherries in it, then it's feed them to your children. Watch hilarity. Wow. <laughs> Good parenting 101. <laughs> so we got a topic for next week. <laughs> what not to do as a parent. No, nah, I'm just joking. No kidding. But seriously. All right. <laughs> What's, so I believe this brings us right into uh, White and Nerdy. Indeed. White and Nerdy is the portion of our show where we get to finally break out the cool comics stuff that we want to talk about. Because we totally think comics are cool, and if you don't like it, we don't care. <laughs> True. If we like comic books, and if you don't like comic books, that's okay too. But we don't like comic books, and we're going to talk about it. So guess what? Either fast forward it or listen on. Indeed, and I learned something. So, I believe this one comes at a uh, request from our buddies over at Um That Just Happened. Uh, not so much a request, but they had mentioned it on a, on a previous show that they weren't uh, clear on the succession of Green Goblin to Hobgoblin and who has donned what mask in the Spider-Verse. Well, Steve, I believe you have done the uh, adequate research for this topic. I Why did, don't you, uh... and it was a bitch. So, so this is going to be kind of probably similar to the Comic Cliff Notes version of Um, That Just Happened. However, when it's a thing that UTJH doesn't really quite get, we got to kind of do our part to try and help bridge the gap so everybody knows what's going on. Because they talk about comics a lot, we talk about comics a lot, and I think with the two knowledge bases of the show, you actually get a really good background yeah. if, if you're not a person that's from that kind yeah. of community so, you get a pretty good knowledge base of what both shows are talking about and i think this is that gap that could be filled yeah and, phrasing okay so five gap we'll start with i'm going to start with the comic book uh, mainstream first and then i'll go into uh some of the lesser known comic book offshoots i'll talk about the animated shows and then i will talk about uh the movies so we're going to start with the Green Goblin, which most people are going to be familiar with uh, thanks to the popularity of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Absolutely. Um, first Green Goblin, uh, probably the best Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. Absolutely. Um, your newer continuities of the comic books, of your movies, of your um, TV shows, all have a combined origin with Spider-Man. Norman Osborn's working on something for his company, uh, usually referencing the super soldier serum that turned Steve Rogers into Captain America. Didn't quite get there in the process, created Spider-Man, then created himself as the Green Goblin. Uh, when Norman was killed in a fight following the death of Gwen Stacy, uh, the title eventually went to his son Harry. Uh, in the comic books, Harry became the second Green Goblin. In the movies, Harry kind of became the Green Goblin, even though he flew around on a snowboard. Uh, the uh, original TV show from the 90s, the animated Spider-Man, uh, I don't believe Harry ever got the chance to become the Goblin. No. Oh, uh, no, he did, actually. Cause did he? he? Yeah, because he was there at the wedding when Peter and Mary Oh, Jane got that's married. right. Uh, so he did become the Green Goblin there. <clears throat> By but, the way, one of my favorite comic book covers of all time. Mm-hmm. Death of Gwen Stacy? No, the uh, Mary Jane. Oh, the Peter wedding? Yeah, wedding. Yeah. When you had the background with the, the heart. With the Spider-Man yeah. mask. Yeah. So, okay. was, anyway, go ahead. Um, the only continuity that I'm aware of where Harry becomes the Green Goblin before his father is the Spectacular Spider-Man TV show, which is, in my opinion, the best 
animated comic book show ever. Really? Yes. Um, in that series, um, Harry's basically told by his father to cowboy up and be a man, and he takes that kind of literally. And um, He becomes a cowboy? He, he, no, he becomes the Green Goblin. And he didn't take it literally, did he? No. Um, in the Ultimate Comics universe, Harry does become the Hobgoblin. Because he is exposed to the same formula that uh, Norman is exposed to, but it takes a drastically different route. That happened about issue seventy-five. And that was Ultimate Spider-Man. Those Ultimates, right? The Ultimate, Ultimate run. Okay, correct. Which is which is correct me if I'm wrong. The current run of Marvel uh, MCU canon uh, is, tends to be the Ultimate run. Not really. Or is that um, or is that just applying to the Avengers? That's really the Avengers get their start in the Ultimates. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, that's where their kind of thing went because Spider-Man was a movie before the Ultimate right, really but, hit. No, I'm saying I'm saying the reboot. I'm saying the Andrew Garfield reboot. Um, no, no, that very far cry from Ultimate Spider-Man. Was it okay? But uh, Ultimate Spider-Man seventy-five is where my collection ends. Okay. So I don't really know what happens beyond that. Mine, mine ended like at twenty-two. Okay. I, I kind of killed it off. Yeah, there. I, uh, I I made it to seventy-five, and then it just started getting bad. So I, I okay. stopped my my weekly collection. Jason, where did your Ultimate Marvel Spider-Man stuff end? I don't think I ever got into it. Okay, all right. All right. Sure. I was not a big comic book person growing up. All my comic book knowledge came from you. <laughs> all right. And the cards. Yes, and the cards. Okay. So after Harry's first stint in the comic books as the Green Goblin, he sought psychiatric help from one Bart Hamilton, who became the Green Goblin after um, hypnotizing Harry and convincing him to tell him where the Goblin formula is hidden. And Bart Hamilton became Green Goblin number three, who ultimately died. Um, Harry became the Green Goblin again, only to die for good, uh, saving Peter from a building that was going to explode because ah, he rigged it to explode, and then died of a heart attack shortly thereafter. Um, okay, that's kind of bullshitty to like set all that shit up and then go out at a heart attack. Well, because the Goblin formula, he overdosed. Basically. I know, but I mean, but seriously, like I rigged all this shit up, and now I'm going out by a fucking heart attack. Yeah, because well, then I, I mean, it was a, it was definitely it was a metaphor for oh, it was the mid '80s. So sure, was, sure, you know, and it's way better than being beaten to death by Sandman. True, I agree. Uh, okay, so Harry's dead, and many, 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 many years later, Phil Urich is going to take up the guise of the Green Goblin, having found a secret weapon stash of it, and briefly becomes a good guy, Green Goblin. But, oh, huh? in the meantime, there needed to be a Goblin enemy in the Spider-Verse. We didn't want to bring Harry back, we didn't want to bring Norman back, we didn't want to bring Bart back, so what are we going to do? We're going to create a knockoff! Yay! So... In comes the Hobgoblin, and I'm looking at Wikipedia, and I'm looking at the cover of the Spider-Man issue where he debuts, number 238, and I might actually have this one floating around the collection somewhere because he looks like a very familiar cover. So, the uh, Hobgoblin history is really fucking distorted because there were a lot of different writers for Spider-Man at the time, and they all had different ideas of who it should be. The official canon is that the first Hobgoblin was Roderick Kingsley, a, quote, son-of-a-bitch corporate leader, uh, so basically a knockoff Norman Osborn uh, who, who took on the guys to eliminate his business rivals. Uh, the Hobgoblin that I'm most familiar with and most viewers are going to be familiar with comes from the 90s cartoon show, 
uh, mercenary Jason Philip Mackendale, who was originally the Jack-O-Lantern and became the Hobgoblin so that he could bring on uh, more lucrative uh, contracts. Uh, there was also Ned Leeds, who was an employee of the Daily Bugle, along with Peter. And that pretty much is going to be the... Uh, the official members of the Hobgoblin universe because there, like I say, there were a lot of different writers writing them and they all had different ideas on who it should be. So there's a lot of back and forth of his actual characterness. Um, during Jason Philip Mackendale's run, he gets possessed by a demon who then eventually separates from him to become the Demo Goblin, who we all know and love from the Maximum Carnage series. Maximum Carnage was a great run, oh, by the way. God. I, uh, I gotta appreciate the fact that Adam set that up for yes, when we came over recorded. That was awesome. That was Hot fantastic. Uh, yeah, he has the uh, collected trade paperback. I have all fourteen original issues. That's pretty badass. And that is one of the crowning points of my collection. Can I read them sometime? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I read them a long time ago. I'd, I'd really like yeah. to just like borrow them and read them again. Not a problem. And like you can even like bring them and I'll read them and give them back to you immediately. But no, I would no, really like to, to check them out. You have to savor them. Okay, because it's Mark Bagley and his like like oh, vintage Mark Bagley. I mean, it's did so a lot like it's so good. Like his his version of Venom is like my ideal Venom uh, when he whenever he pens anything, it's it's awesome. Um, so eventually, um, you know, uh, there's a good Green Goblin named Phil Urich who is the nephew of Ben Urich. Who worked I was just going to ask you, was that was that Ben's? Okay, yeah, it's Ben's nephew who becomes uh, the Green Goblin. He was a good guy for about. 12 or 13 issues I have the entire run uh, until the onslaught uh, deal where he fights a sentinel blows it up with his glider and damages his equipment and since he just kind of found a cache of equipment he doesn't know how to make more ends his career as the Green Goblin really or as the ho- as he the broke good, his quit monk <laughs> yeah as the, uh, as the Green Goblin now <laughs> his history takes uh, kind of a fork because there's an offshoot of Marvel Comics called MC2, Marvel Comics 2, and this was um, Reed Richards and Sue Richards' kid Franklin in the next issue. Yes, okay. And uh, Peter and Mary Jane's daughter May becomes Spider-Girl, and in that whole universe, Phil Urich is a police scientist along with Peter, and he eventually becomes a gold goblin good guy. And that was the, and correct me if I'm wrong on the um that just happened that we were on the last time we were talking about uh, best female... um, Costumes for like hottest, hottest like female superhero costumes. They were talking about May's. Uh, well, right? they were talking about Earth X May as. Venom. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay, okay. Um, May in the in her continuity wears um, an abbreviation of Ben Riley's Spider Man costume. Okay, uh, which I think works uh, pretty well. I thought it was a decent costume for her. Okay, um, and then in the mainstream continuity. Uh, Phil Urich kind of goes off the deep end and becomes another goblin once. Surprise, Norman Osborn's not dead and has been pulling strings behind the scenes all this time. Bum, bum, bum. So, in classic comic tradition, no one's really dead, ever. And thus concludes the very convoluted history of the goblins. You think you know? But you have no idea. Uh, well, I mean, that's all from, you know, Marvel Wiki, so... No, I'm not, I'm just... <laughs> I mean, like, I was okay What with the fuck did they say then? Booyah. <laughs> what, what, what the fuck does, did Ronnie Adams say? It's 
I'm just gonna say, you know how I do? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna edit this shit out, and I'm gonna put what they say at the end of Comic Cliff Notes, because now you know, booyah, or whatever, because I'm putting that shit in there. I'm gonna edit the fuck out of this. Um, so this has been uber white and nerdy, <laughs> the Steve Barty Goblin edition, apparently. Booyah. You know, Sam, now that you say edit, is people don't get to drink anymore, because now you actually edit. I know, but I leave some of them in there. <laughs> um, so that brings me on to my topic that I kind of want to talk about in White and Nerdy. Now that we kind of, you know, breach a whole or uh, kind of touch on the whole topic is who is your favorite comic book villain? Whether it be from cartoons, comic books, movies, it's your choice. All right. Who, Claire, who is your favorite comic book villain? I'm going to do for a roll-up. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite comic book villain? Yeah. Um, I really like Doctor Doom from... The movie? No. Oh. No, no, no. From the... Um, oh, shit. Superhero Squad cartoon. <laughs> Nice pull. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. He's pretty awesome. Possibly seriously, bad horrible. Seriously, yeah. fair enough. That's it's a legit pull. I'll give you that. Mm, thanks. Steve? Hands down, Venom. Ah, uh, yes. I won't say Venom because you because I don't want to like double up, but like that would have like if I would have gone second. Man. Until, you know, even even when they tried to pussify him a bit and make him a good guy slash anti-hero, still, still my guy. I loved him. I loved the Flash Gordon. Oh, no, I don't do, I don't like Agent Venom at all. Oh, I I'm thought talking about, good. I'm talking about old school, like, Lethal oh, Protector Oh, when, when they went style. Lethal Protector, yeah, Lethal Protector was weird. It's like, there was a weird 90s shit, like, where yeah. they thought they could turn the villains into heroes. They're and, like, hey, every issue that we sell featuring Venom sells a lot. Let's make him a good guy. No. Yeah. No. No, my my favorite Venom is still Matt Gargan. You you're not allowed to talk to me anymore. No, the th- the you're whole- not allowed to talk anymore. Listen here, Ollie, Speedy, shut your fucking Oliver, mouth. Oliver, 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 Roy, Roy, leave. You can come back when you're Arsenal. You shut up. Matt Gargan is the fucking scorpion, and he was. Matt Gargan was an awesome Venom when it was in the Thunderbolts after Civil War. No. No. Thunderbolts was awesome. You shut your fucking mouth. It was awesome. You're a dick. Anyway. Jason? Favorite comic book villain? Um, I'll I'll have to go... Matt Gargan sucks. (laughs) I'll have to go the original Batman cartoon series. I loved the Joker. The Matt Hamill. The Mark Hamill Joker. Mark Hamill, yeah. Yeah. Mark Hamill, sorry. You can't... That Joker was... I thought that was great. And the, he reigns defi- true with me. Grew the, up with that cartoon. The definitive Joker, probably for most of us. I mean, those those voice actors, Kevin Conroy and Dude, Mark he, Hamill. He is Batman. Like I can't, I can't picture a Batman ever not. Being I mean, tr- try and tell me right now that you wouldn't listen to just an audio drama of that. Like, especially if you think about if they got, if they got all the voice actors for the for the comic. I mean, for the TV cartoon show back in the nineties. And they're like, hey, we're gonna do a we're gonna do an audio play. Just like a live reading like they've done with Archer. Right, right. But but they do it just as a you don't get the video. It's oh, just, just all like a, audio. Like the old Try and tell me you wouldn't listen to that and know exactly what everybody looks like. Clayface. Oh fuck yeah. Okay. Joker. 
Two Face, Harley Quinn. You know what they all oh sound like, and you can put that picture. Well, they, all of us being '90s kids too, yeah, right? They yeah. set that. They set that show up so perfectly to have a bunch of resurrections if they ever wanted, without knowing that they would have the chance to have have resurrections. Yeah. Um, since you took Venom from me, my actual. I mean, you can have Matt Gargan Venom. You're wrong, but you can have him. That's fine. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path, and I'm going to pick Nemesis. Really? Yes. All right. It is a four-comic run that has basically the thought process of it, and I think I gave them to you to read, Steve, didn't I? Uh, false. I have no idea who you're talking okay, about. Okay, you're leaving with them here today. Okay. It, imagine if you turned Batman into a bad guy. And not like, oh, Batman's like trying to fight heroes and he's going to kill them. No, like, you ha- you give a billionaire... You mean he kingpins it? Uh, no. Or Norman Osborn's it? There you go. Um, he, is n- he would be Norman Osborn's nightmare. Badass twin brother? Evil, yeah. Evil Tony Stark? Uh, yes, that's actually probably a better indication. However, he dresses more like a Batman. Okay. Okay. So he's just got basically unlimited funds and his entire, like, the thing that he wants to do. Is this a Marvel or DC villain? Image. Okay. Oh, okay. I think it's Image. I gotta remember. Um, it's a, it's a Mark Millar offshoot. I got you. And I went to my comic shop, I was getting all my books, and they're like, I'm like, hey, I need something, I, I need you to... You know, give me something to read that I that I haven't read. They're like, have you read this? I said, no. They're like, look, <clears throat> you cannot buy the first printing. You can't buy the second issue of the first printing. You can't buy the third reissue of the first printing of the first ep- comic. But here's four, and we have two, three. Here, here's one, and we have two, three, and four. I'm like, perfect. Let me get that. It's insane. And from what I heard, like, it had already been picked up as a movie, but I don't see how you can make this a movie. Okay. Um... It's really good and it's twisted and it's wrong, but it just shows you what a villain really is. Because it's not so much this guy, so so this villain is not fighting a superhero. Mm-hmm. He's fighting Commissioner Gordon, uh-huh. basically. Like this is basically Batman decides to go completely dark and wrong and evil, and is trying to ruin. That type of like, so you're not. It's not a superhero that he's going after. It's like, okay, I can get that. I would like to put an honorable mention out to uh, the Spawn series of Violator. Oh yeah, Violator was good. Yep. Um my my favorite like big 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 bad person. I love Thanos. I always have. I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't pick him. I was going to. I was going to. Then I thought about it. I'm like, you know, like villain versus force of nature. Like, because I kind of look at Thanos like Galactus. Okay. You know, I kind of put them in this in a similar category. Thanos has more moving parts. Galactus, Galactus is really a force of nature. Mm-hmm. Right. Thanos is the mad titan. And I, I have... I have loved so much about the Marvel Universe because of the original Infinity War series and everything. Mm-hmm. And then... 
There's a great bonus feature on the Age of Ultron Blu-ray that runs down the whole thing on the gems in the Infinity Gauntlet. Was that the thing that I tried to show you? I think so, because I never actually got it to I know, but that's the thing I was talking about to you well, the other it episode. It has to be, because it started the same way. Right, I'm like, dude, that was so... like it didn't, didn't it... Perfect. Doesn't that just explain everything in seven minutes? Yes. Perfectly. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for that. God. Doctor Strange. Oh, it's going to be so good. Um... I'm kind of bummed they're pushing back uh, Captain Marvel until 2019. I know. To make way for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, Ant-Man was way better than I was expecting. I like, think... By a lot. And I think it was way better... I think it performed way better than they were expecting. And went, um... <laughs> Paul Rudd's pretty much a fucking signed check, so... <laughs> and because they're Disney and they're not dumb. Yeah. So, and I like that Paul Rudd wasn't necessarily money. completely Paul Rudd for once. Because Judd Apatow plays him as Paul Rudd all the time, in case you haven't noticed. And so it was really nice to see him be Paul Rudd, but a little bit different. Nice. I liked it. So then it brings us to the next portion of our show. Steve? Yes. Did you bring your pipe? Of course. Did you bring your hat? Absolutely. Did you bring your degrees in murderology and murderonomy? Yeah, I got the uh, the, the wallet sized uh, diplomas now. Did you? That's oh, they're nice. They're so laminated and everything. That's exactly. great. I can't believe they didn't like work off all the crayon on it. It's pretty nice. Well, you know what? I mean, it's it's a small operation. So. I understand. You know, you got it. You got to I, I meant to leave. <laughs> so, Steve. Yes. This time for our hashtag flirting. Story of the week. Uh, best time of the week. Unfortunately, uh, this is going to be the hashtag Florida stories of the week. I got two of them. Well, we're getting a little bit deeper into October at this point, and everybody's talking about spooky things that go on. These are two spooky Florida stories of the week. What we got? Jason, why is your hand on my leg? He's here. <laughs> so, Steve, let's say that. You're a 44-year-old man. Okay, so pretend I'm Jerry. Right. Let's say that you uh, had an argument with your father. Okay. Okay. How would you handle, as a flirt of man, in October, having an argument with your father? I would totally dress up as a ghost and scare him. You're kind of close. <laughs> Um, let's let's like you know that's a, I, I like that I like where you're going with that. Now let's say that you're uh, let's say if you needed to have an argument with your father and your father was no longer amongst the living. Oh, oh God! I didn't dig him up, did I? You sure did. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, this God. is from the HuffingtonPost.com. No. Man digs up dad's grave to argue with corpse. Police say. Oh God, no. Of course, did. Yeah. So attempt to bury old wounds by digging up a corpse has landed a Florida man behind bars. Michael May, 44, was arrested Monday evening after an officer saw him digging up a grave at a cemetery in Florida. Oh, how long has the dad been gone? Uh, trying to dig up a grave of his father so he could argue with him. Uh, arresting officer said May seemed intoxicated and quoted Bible verses when confronted. Um, was charged with violating graves, blah, blah, blah. His dad had died 30 years ago. Oh, my God. It's a long time to hold a grudge. And the fun part is uh, there are 13 people named May buried at the cemetery. Did he dig up the wrong grave? They don't know. Oh, 
There are 13 people named May buried at the cemetery, but the only name fitting the timeline was a person named Willis Green May, reports, the, this place reports. The name of the person buried where, where this guy, May, was digging has not been released. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's a happy-looking dude. Uh, wasn't he, like, five, six, and shmammered? Wouldn't she be? All right, Steve. I would sure fucking hope so. So, Steve? Yes. You're a Florida man. Oh. You're a homeless Florida man. Oh. And you find a dead body. How do you alert the local th- authorities of the dead body? Um. Oh, God. <laughs> ah, drink! <laughs> I don't molest it, do I? <laughs> no, you are a somewhat sane flirt man. Do I carry the body to the police station? Oh, part of it. No. Yes. Do I, like, ride a tandem bicycle with it? You do not. This is from cheeseburger.com, linking from a (laughs) news site. Of course it is. (laughs) Florida of the day. Homeless man uses a human skull as a puppet, leads police to body. Oh, no. Yes. Alas, poor unidentified person, we never knew you well. Loca Florida news station, WPBF, reported on a homeless man who had a very unconventional way to uncover a dead body. Nick Carraro... Works at strip at a strip mall in Sebastian, Florida. One day, he saw a homeless man walking around the parking lot using a skull as a puppet. Oh. Man was talking to it and talking to other people with it. How Shakespearean. Picararo says he thought it was fake until he got up close. Nope, real. He immediately called the police. So this is the blurb from their from the actual police department's report. A uh, Indian River County Sheriff spokes. And, uh, Thomas Rowland said the skull was part human remains discovered in a wooded area near US-1 and Roseland Road. Rowland says the unidentified homeless man had been living in the wooded area when he stumbled upon the skeletal remains near a path. I quote, He had put the skull on top of a trash can over there because he wanted to tell somebody to call the sheriff's office, insisted Rowland Tuesday. Rowland said the man willingly led investigators to the scene. Investigators said it's too early to tell the cause of death or the gender of the victim. I'm going to go with that bum murdered him 30 years ago. Um, wow. Like, what, why would you just not go tell a police officer? Because it's funny. Because you're, you're in Florida. <laughs> you're in Florida. You don't make good decisions in Florida. Actually, you do because you're homeless in Florida as opposed but, to homeless You know in what? <laughs> You know what? She makes a point. She's, he's not homeless in North Dakota. It's true. Exactly. I'm going to assume if he's homeless there, he didn't, like, move there. He's been in Florida. <laughs> Actually, you'd be surprised. There are a lot of homeless there that pe- when people get homeless, they travel a lot to get to places. Well, yeah, I sure as hell don't want to be fucking homeless up here. Right? Yeah, did you hear about how they dealt with the homeless in Philadelphia, like, 15, 20 years ago? No. So, the... There was a mayoral race to become the mayor of Philadelphia, right? That's usually what happens. Right? And he had, his, his stance was, I will promise that I will eliminate the homeless population problem in, in Philadelphia. You elect me, I'll fix it. Okay. How long was, a, how long was that pause before problem? Well, I, I, I may be, you know, <laughs> saying a bit more than he said. But what he, he got elected, and the the day after his inauguration, 
he budgeted the money to have every single police officer in the Philadelphia Police Force go out and give every bum a one-way ticket out of the city. To wherever they wanted. Where they wanted to go. Huh. And they all left. I thought they that, all left. I thought that was going to be much darker. Right? <laughs> I, thought it, I thought we were no. going holocaust no. here. Come, no. take <laughs> Come take this shower. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Nope. Just get out of my city. <laughs> well, that could have gone, gone a well, lot worse. I'm Here, imagining the Florida population grew. <laughs> that, I wonder if this guy's really from Philadelphia. <laughs> Come behind this woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> the sick part is there's a video about this. So there's like no, some Florida nope, man. Nope. There's a Florida man passerby that's going to tell you all about it. Nope. He's got on Oakley sunglasses and has three quarters of a head of hair. It's terrifying. Steve, I think it's about time for promotions. It is. <clears throat> Please listen to all the shows on the Disease Network, including the flagship, You're Gonna Get a Disease, starring Luke and Nick. The sister show to the flagship, Um That Just Happened, starring Rodney and Adam. My show, The Batch Dialogue, starring me. My name's Claire. And, of course, uh, there's going to be Something Gate with yours truly and his trusty sidekick. Speedy. And then, of course, we've got uh, Dosh Drunks, your bi-monthly, is it now? Um, you're whenever they wake up out of their beer comas and drink comas to uh, record. I see. Do they really wake up for that? Is it... I don't know. And I, I have a feeling, I have a feeling that... Uh, Backstage rules. No, no you know what? We're not promoting that until it fucking drops. That's what I'm saying. I have a feeling it's never going to happen, so we're just going to yeah. move on yeah. down the line. So. We'd also like you guys to check out all of the uh, one-off shows, such as the Mosh Pit, the uh, crossover episodes with Something Gate and Um That Just Happened, and Badge Dialogues, and You're Going to Get Disease, and Das Drunks, which was an awesome episode. I believe that was 13 of our run. You guys got to check that out. It's uh, two and a half hours of nerds screaming at each other, so if you think that's something you would like to do, please listen to it, because it is you terrifying. Can, you can hear Jared get slapped. You can. That's true. It's a fact. That does happen. He probably deserved it. He did. Most likely. Just remember that haters are going to hate, gators are going to alligate, easy is what pimpin' ain't. This has been something, Gate. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.